we gravitate to our safety, our comfort zone, because it's safe. And oftentimes our life is passing without us living a life that we have created as the visionary of our life. Yeah, that's great. So it's like the life, life happens to me rather than because of me, right? Yeah. And so when I think about what I'm finding with creating a vision with any of my clients, when I talk about vision self or your best self a year from now, five years from now, what do you envision? So many people don't know how to create a vision. They've lost their ability to be a visionary. Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. We're here. It's our Monday podcast. And Laurel and I are ready to share with you to to hopefully inspire you into your beautiful life. And that is really related to our topic today, isn't it, Laurel? It is. You know what I love about about showing up on Monday with you mm-hmm. and for showing up for our listeners on Monday? Whoever thought Monday would it be a day full of inspiration? I know, I know. I want to say that I, um, and some of my, you know, I do a lot of, uh, of I would call it, um, um, not necessarily in-depth, but a lot of varied spiritual practice, reading and study. And so for a while, I was studying the Kabbalah. And uh, as part of that, I was really learning about um, the astrological influences of our lives and the days of the week and, and kind of the importance of all of that. So Monday is a moon day. So it's very related to the moon, which is actually the closest um, you know, uh, astral body next to us. So it has a very strong influence in our lives. And I also found out that I was born on a Monday. And so I love to invite our listeners to find out what day of the week are you born on? Were you born on? And how do you relate to that day of the week now? Like, I love a Monday. My birthday it is a great for some people. It isn't necessarily work that way, but for me, I always feel like it's a new, fresh beginning on a Monday. I don't have the oh, it's a Monday feeling, which I did when I worked in corporate America, but I don't now and didn't for a long time, which is good. Um, yeah, so uh, Mondays are interesting. You know, the exploration of days of the week and all of that is kind of a cool, cool thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So our topic today. Our topic today. Yeah ties in a little bit with our topic it does it does a vision for your beautiful life 
what is, do you have a vision for your beautiful life? I know, Laurel, when we were chatting before we got going on our our, um, podcast today, you really hit the nail on the head, I think, when you were talking about sharing with me, you know, how oftentimes people are just surviving, they're coping, they're not in a space of creating a vision and thinking forward to what they want because they're, they're really in today, you know, oftentimes clients come in in that condition, right? So yes. it's our job to support them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I, I want to think about it because we've talked about conditioning before in, mm. in prior episodes, how many parents raise their children to be visionaries? I was not raised as a visionary. No. Right. I was raised as a follower. This is what you do. And this is how you do it. So when I think about creating a vision for our life, when I want to create a vision for my life, it doesn't come easy because no one has inspired me. No one has said, Laurel, you can be a visionary of your own life. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Did people, right? people always ask you, what do you want for your life, Laurel? What's your big vision? <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I don't know. But uh-huh. um, it's so it's so good to think about mm. we have this life that we can be the visionary and create a vision for our life, or create a vision of ourselves living our life. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I think um, just as you, as you, you know, kind of led us into this conversation with this idea of, you know, being in survival mode, right? Uh, Coming in, feeling burnt out or overwhelmed by your life, or just having to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing is finding a way to begin to do the work of taking yourself out of those places of survival mode, right? Yes. And, and again, we can only do this work for ourselves. This is a, a journey to discover how to, how to do that, how to manage that. But I know, having worked with enough people that come in feeling overwhelmed or feeling like they're out of control of their life or they can't make the changes they want to make, that um, we, we all can make changes. We, we just might not see it in the moment. And, and which we've said this in other podcasts is kind of start small. Like come in and begin to start taking, yeah, taking the steps to take yourself out of survival mode, out of reactivity, out of burnout, out of overwhelm. Like these, these conditions are not conducive at all to be able to create a vision for a beautiful life that your heart really wants to be living. Right. And even when you think about the creation, right, creating a vision, we have to tap back into our creative self. And many times we don't, when we are, you know, when we're living the challenges of everyday life that we have now, there's always the to-do list. There's not a lot of time for creative play. And especially, you know, I'm finding this with, with clients who no longer have children at home. When I say, how do you play? How do you express creativity? There's not a lot of that, you know, and so... Can you imagine, you know, an empty nester sitting on the beach and building a sandcastle? God, no, right? But we do that for the sake of instilling creativity in our children. Mm. But then we no longer give ourselves 
permission to have creative play. You know, I had a, a young client, actually. Uh, she was 29 years old. One of my homework assignments was play for five minutes a day. Just play, creative play. And her choice in play was dancing in her living room with her partner for five minutes a day. Whoa. Just having some creative freedom. Right. And so when you talk about the small steps, sometimes we're so out of practice in creating creation, play, creativity, fun, right? We just need yeah. to do five minutes a day. Yes, yes. And, and I think maybe to reframe some of our, our routine habits into something that maybe even looks more like play or leisure in some sort of way. And now this isn't going to apply to everybody because I know not everybody loves to cook. Not everybody wants to decorate their house or whatever, but, you know, even just cleaning our home. Like I remember um, at some point being like tired of it and being uh, just kind of like oh, another day of week of, you know, picking up and cleaning up or whatever. And I had read somewhere, um, you know, something about, uh, I think it was probably back in Sarah Bron Van Bronick days when I read Simple Abundance. Um, her books are so, so potent. Um, and she talked about, you know, like picking up your things and like holding them and looking at them and taking ownership of them and appreciating each thing for what it is, right? The value that it holds for you. And probably this relates a little bit more to uh, who is the one, the one that did the joy that uh, what brings you joy or uh, joy. Um, I can't remember what it is now, or we can get back to it, but it's, it's that idea of not, not having your house filled with things that don't bring you joy. Oh. Right. Um, oh, yes. and, and starting to do the weeding out. So even just taking care of your home, right. If that feels like a burden, if your environment, you look around and go, this is just a burden. Well, how can you, how can you, decide it's not going to be a burden anymore. I'm going to make this a place where I enjoy being. And when I look around, it doesn't make me feel overwhelmed or tired, or I don't want to take care of it, but rather, Oh, like, Oh, this is my home. This is where I live. This is, these are all the things I love, right. That bring me some sort of pleasure or, or practicality or whatever it is that turns you on. Yeah. Yes. I think, you know, what I was hearing as you were speaking into that is not only what fulfills you, what brings you joy, but the gratitude for, for that in your yes. life. And that ties into the vision yes. creating, you know, sometimes if you don't know the, what you want in your life, you know, I'm going to go back to, you know, how you want to feel. Can yes. you create a vision for your life? That really is nothing more than how you want to feel mm -hmm. and let those feelings create the life that you want to live. You know, when you think about housework, um, if you ask my children who are 32 and 34, what they remember most about Saturdays in growing up, it was me vacuuming to the Madonna 10-year anniversary soundtrack <laughs> yeah. of something, right? You know, yeah. and so um, I, think, I, think I, yeah. I think I learned this from uh, a woman when I was in high school you know, vacuuming to loud, fun music, music that you might dance to, right? Mm. How do you bring that creative enjoyment and the energy of 
you know, fun, gratitude, playfulness, creativity yeah. into the ordinary mundane things that we have to do every day. Yes, yes, that's so good. Um, yeah, so when we come back to kind of this path to creating a vision for your life and getting yourself out of a space of feeling overwhelmed, you know, we're talking about some of the techniques, you know, we happen to focus in on, on housework and home and whatever, but it can be anything, right? It can be your parenting duties. It can be, um, you know, just the, your work life in general. Like, how do you begin to um, approach each maybe pie in the pie, you know, pie slice in the pie tart of just saying, how can I, how can I feel like I'm, I am more um, me in all of these. And this is all a way of um, bringing, bringing the full, full part full of all of me into the world. Right. Mm. And, and doing an, a little exploration in each one of those, you know, don't take them all at once and don't think that we have to get ourselves in out of overwhelm in, the, in a minute. Right. But beginning to look at each one and doing a, a more of an explore, ex, exploration of what do you really want here? And like you said, if you don't know what you want, how do you want to feel in each one of those spaces yeah. of your you life? Know, I think that's so important because our, you know, our life lives are multifaceted, right? There's different areas and we compartmentalize those areas often. Um, and so, you know, maybe taking that 20,000 foot elevation view of, you know, if you could give a theme to your life, what would that word be? For me, oftentimes it's fulfilling, right? It's, I want a fulfilling life. Well, what does that mean for me? It, it does mean fun. It means, you know, a sense of belonging. It means um, love and connection, you know, con contribution. Um, and so when I look at all the areas of my life, is it the sum of the whole that is fulfilling? You know, every area doesn't have to be over the top fulfilling, mm. but the sum of the whole. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking about, you know, I think when I think about the women that I, that I work with and the challenges of uh, what we're talking about today, <clears throat> it's often that feeling of, I, I can't get a vision because I'm too busy with the, the clutter of what I'm doing and the activities of what I'm doing. And my, I guess my, my solution to that for myself was, to begin to slow it down, right? To begin to just slow everything down a little bit. Only you can slow it down. You can't, nobody's going to slow it down for you. People want more time in the day. You know, when I was started doing teaching stress management, I was like, you're never going to have more time in the day. It's only 24 hours. It's not going to change unless we, you know, wake up one day and we're like, you know, living in another planet. It's just this is the way we do it, right? And so to uh, have a different, relationship with all of that and begin to um, really, truly, I think that you have to believe that you can have a life that you really want to be living. I mean, I think that's kind of the beginning, right? You, you can't think, if you believe it's all out of your control, I have to just do X, Y, and Z, and you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm, you know, let's start there. Let's start with, really? Let's start with, do you believe that it's possible? Is it possible? I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, uh, the book that we are currently reading together, 
mm-hmm. The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. She talks about hope and, and cites someone else's, I think, work on hope and hopelessness. But the hope really ties into, and this is my recollection of, 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 of the, what I read, um, so don't quote me on this one, but, mm-hmm. or I'm not quoting her on this one, but it has to be hope um, with, with goals, mm-hmm. something that we want to happen, our belief in ourselves that we can, we can actually, that we have some ability to change, right? And then the support to, to help us through that change. Mm-hmm. And I, that resonated with me so much because creating a vision of your life, for me, it, would, it is impossible if I, if I have lost hope that if I believe nothing will change, then I know nothing will change. Right, right, right. Right, and so I think that's really important to kind of gauge where are you to our listeners, where are you in your in your hopefulness that you have some agency and ability to create a life that you envision? Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's so important. What what I'm thinking as we're we're sharing on this topic is the idea of if you if you feel like it's hard for you to believe that you could change or that it could be different, I would say borrow, you know, our belief or, or allow us to inform you in a way where we work with people all the time. We see people doing the work. We see people changing. We see people changing things they never thought they could change, right? And so we know it's possible. And we know that we all are capable of doing it. It's not just the select few that happen to decide they want to do it or who feel like, you know, they can, it is really everybody. And it really is a, it's just the practice of doing it. The actual practice of doing it. Yeah. Practice of doing it takes courage Mm -hmm. and the support while you're doing it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Which is really important. That's such a good reminder. Mm. We, it is. I know the biggest changes in my life, I've not been able to do in a vacuum. Absolutely. So, so, you know, if if you feel like you don't have the support that you need or the space that you need, the question then becomes, how do you go get it, right? And how do you make space? And so I would say, if you feel like you're you're overwhelmed and you're maxed out and you want to have a vision for your life that's different than what you're doing right now, just start with, the, the, the small steps, right? Because I always feel like the small steps can lead us into the next small steps and the bigger ones. And, and we find our way, oh, we are changing. It is different. So the first step might just be five minutes a day with your journal or, with, or playing with a vision board um, or just taking uh, out a piece of paper or your computer, your iPad, whatever you, whatever you like to write on or, or use a lot that's in your hands and write down the question, what do I really want? And start answering it and start answering it in the moment to moment and in the bigger picture, right? Because you're the only one that has that knowledge inside. Nobody can deliver and give you the answer of what you want. It comes from within you. So to take five minutes a day to actually give yourself time to focus on it, right, is starting to find the support and the time that you need. 
to, yes, to get that vision. Yeah. Yes. Mm. How about you, Laura? Have you got a suggestion for, I mean, I, I think do. We, yeah. We, 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 we need to wrap up probably. So let's, uh, my suggestion would be, um, and I'm speaking to myself and my perfectionist self, and maybe any of the perfectionist listeners that are out there. Um, there's no wrong answer. Yeah. When you think about creating the vision of your life, you are not carving this vision in stone tablets for eternity. Beautiful. Your vision of your life is yours to create and change and, and uh, you know, adapt and expand and maybe even take out the eraser and get rid of something you might have created in your vision a year ago because our life is ever changing like we are. And so don't worry about it being too big of a vision or too small or the wrong vision. That All of that is not important. What's important is be, being able to envision something different than what you live today. If in fact you have some urge for something to change. Yes, yes, that's great. I want to wrap up with um, an idea that I'll toss out to people, which is um, maybe a little, maybe a little loftier. But we brought this into we did a we did a actually did a um, a beautiful challenge in May. We invited we had a beautiful group where we talked about um, the vision of your life, having a vision, right, and creating a vision, daring to dream your dream, right? And I shared um, from a book called uh, the, the More Beautiful World, Our, Heart, Our Hearts Know as Possible by Charles Eisenstein, what he shares in that um, book, which I think is, is so beautiful and so potent. And also, I hope it will inspire our listeners to, um, to know that uh, there's a process here and there's a bit of a pathway and it's kind of a, I don't know, it might be a little bit of twisty road to get to where you feel like you're really in touch with creating the vision of life that you really want. And so what he talks about is actually not creating a vision, but receiving a vision. And I, it comes back to this idea of being really in touch with the essence of who you are, and that part of you that's connected to the big consciousness that we all live within and to have a sense of being called into uh, a part, a, a way of living and a way of being in the world that your inner self wants to have happen. And when you feel connected to that, it comes through oftentimes in an intimidating way because it might feel really big or it could come in as a very soft, gentle, oh, this is simply what I want. And it might feel soft and easy, but it almost is a sense of you're receiving a deeper thought or a deeper, a deeper calling from within you, or even sometimes it feels like it's outside of you. So yeah, that's where uh, I wanna wrap up today because I really wanna invite our listeners to know this is an exploration and it's a journey to feel like you're living your full, beautiful life. It doesn't happen in a minute. It doesn't happen in a second. And if you're feeling overwhelmed today, 
know that one step at a time, one journaling exercise at a time, right, Laurel? Yeah. Five minutes at a time. Yeah. Five minutes at a time. We can all do it. Yeah. Good. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Well, another great conversation, Laurel. Absolutely. Thanks for being with me today, Laurel. We'll be back next week for more. Thanks for being with us, listeners. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.